Hey everyone, welcome back to Wine and Soda. This is part three of our Planning a Vacation series. The final part of our series, our first ever series. You guys should let us know if you enjoy series or if you prefer just like random standalone episodes. What do you think about the series? Did you like it? Well, it was fun. It's fun to elaborate from each week um, and like from things we talked about. You know, in the last episode. Yeah, I feel like it gives us more time to like develop ideas instead of like crunching it all in like thirty to forty minutes in a in a single episode. You can even if, more ideas. even with the extra planning though, um, people on Instagram brought up points that last week that we didn't even talk about, like hard shell versus soft shells. Ooh, that's um, true. Yeah, I saw suitcases that. and even like packing cubes for shorter trips just to keep everything organized, quick, easy to go, so you're not wasting your time on. A short trip looking for stuff. True, true. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about what to do when you actually get to your destination. Yeah, are you the kind of person that kind of plans an itinerary before you leave? Kind of what you're going to do um, on one day? Or are you the kind of person who just figures it out as you go? You get there, you're like, huh, this looks fun. Let me see how much it costs to go there type of thing do you look up you know the restaurants in the area do you look up um how far things are based on the last two episodes you guys can kind of assume where i stand where sandy stands so at least for me what do you mean i don't need an itinerary oh oh my god (laughs) the biggest controversy ever (laughs) (laughs) no i'm definitely the itinerary girl yeah like like oh my god you know that picture that um that's on that's on like uh, social media where it's like planning a trip to Disney and it's like the the giant chalkboard with like all these diagrams and stuff. That's literally Sandy. Like, just Disney is like a whole project. Actually, we should have a series on Disney for all of our Disney fans out there. And if you're not a fan yet, then we'll just turn you into one so you can join the club and then forever be grateful to us we'll for force you. introducing you to the Disney Lovers Club. I was, yeah. an, I was an unbeliever before I met Sandy. I'll be honest. I'd never been to Disney. I had never even considered going. But then Sandy, when I met her, she said, hey, listen, if you want to stay with me, you're going to have to go to at least one Disney trip. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll go to one. And ever since then, we've been every single year, except mm-hmm. for on, unfortunately this year. But Except for this thing we shall not name yet again. Yep. But we don't get to go this year. Yeah, no, it's a great experience. If you've never been, highly recommend it. There's, you might think that it's only like. You see, guys, for... he's getting carried away. It's too much. You have to talk <laughs> about it. These feelings, it's intense. Once you're a member no, of this club, true. yeah, I know it's true. It's true because I, I initially thought it was just going to be for kids. Like I, I was like, I'm not going to like this. this. Is all just one of those be, people? Yeah, all this childish stuff. Even though I'm a child at heart, I went there and like, there's some stuff for adults and there's some stuff for kids, and it's clearly defined it's absolutely amazing definitely should go highly recommend i was having a hard time getting brian to just like walk with me to go on the rides and do the um attractions he would just stand there in the middle of the road and watch all of the entertainers that walk by and he would just stand there and be like where are you going let's watch this yeah it was so awesome like like magicians uh just like street entertainers the music the food it, it was it was absolutely amazing. And I, every single time we go back, there's, it's always something new. There's always a new surprise. Literally the magic of Disney. 
Highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, literally, it exists. Yeah. It's true. So yeah, there you go. We have a new series for next time. I think that would be fun. <laughs> I think we'd, we would agree too much on that one. It would just be a series to convert our fans. Just to vent. Yeah. <laughs> Not vent. It's or, a... Um, Hmm. Let them know. That's not, Exude. Yeah, that's not good enough. <laughs> we need something that bask in the glory yeah. of it all. <laughs> actually, but, yeah. So. But that was a that, that's a good actually that's a good segue to like what we're gonna be talking about. Like when we first went to Disney, Sandy had everything laid out. Like we're going like every hour was written out on this piece of paper for Sandy because you had fast passes and rides you had to go on. You're giving away too much of our next series, but yes, even for a Disney trip, I'll create like a Excel document or word document of where we go each day. Um, the hours of opening of, let's say the park that day. And then what restaurant we're going to be eating at for dinner. If I've made a reservation, the time and the reservation number and where I would like to check out lunch or where we can stop for lunch, depending on what attractions we'll be doing around that time. I plan all the fast passes in order. So I'm not walking back and forth and getting tired, you know, walking like, like on the same path I've already been on. Yeah. It's it's actually, it's actually insane. Like it's, literally like to the hour but it makes it so that you're never like just sitting there and like wondering what you should do whereas where i like where i'm coming from i'm like okay let's go to disney let's pick a park we'll go there and we'll just line up on the rides that aren't that don't have the longest lineups that's just the way i see it like why not do it that way nope that's not how sandy works (laughs) it's like no specifically this this time at this ride and so on and so forth but yeah. it makes it it makes it that much funner because you get to experience the park like more than if you just wing it because you need to you on like Disney is one of those places that you need to plan if you want to mm-hmm. get the but full I think experience. every plan is every place is like that you're now admitting that it's nice to have a plan because at the end of the day you can say wow I literally did everything off this map this is great but it so depends. if you go somewhere else it's the same thing right if you show up there and look at a map and think huh that looks cool i should check it out then you wasted all this time of looking at the map figuring it out looking it up but if you do it before you get there then when you get there you can right away have your map already know where you're going go there and start enjoying it but that only works with disney like that like no not have, at all yeah because they only they're the only place that has fast, fast passes they have like four or five parks four parks five, five parks Many four or parks. five Depends if you count water parks, if you count shopping centers. Yeah, like th- there's a bunch of like different areas you need to like bus to and shuttle to and stuff like that. Whereas if you just go into like Canada's Wonderland, you don't need to plan an itinerary. You just go and, you know, go with the flow when you get there. I was more talking like planning an itinerary. Let's say you're going on a trip, right? Like we're, we're planning a vacation series. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're going on a trip. I think it's – you have to tr- – treat that trip well that's kind of hard you have to treat that trip as if it was disney it sounds pretty cool treat that trip yeah as if it was disney so let's say wherever it is it doesn't even matter the place wherever it is if you treat it like disney and you figure out i'm gonna have dinner around this area and these are restaurants that you know i we are interested in and these are the things to do then when you get there you can just you know do it right away but yeah i think it's the same and i think if you don't have an itinerary and you don't look things up before you get there, then you're going to be maybe disappointed with like hours of opening. What if when you get there is something you really want to do, you haven't looked up before getting there and it's closed on the day you're there. 
you never know, right? If you don't, if you don't look things up to do before then, then things are going to be closed. What if when you get there, you see an authentic restaurant, you're like, everybody's raving about it. You must try it. But then they say you have to have a reservation and you're, you just have one day where you can try it. And you're like, well, I just want to eat here. And they're going to say, sorry, sir. You know, we're full. Whatever. Mm, so I see. But then like, you, you could be disappointed. But that's, that's very like, that's very rare of a circumstance for it to happen. Like, no, not to, at all. No, but like for you to go on vacation, like if you're going to go on vacation and you're, you have a specific places that you want to eat at, then yes, I, I agree. You should plan ahead to make sure that you're able to eat at those places. But in what case are you going to like a, a vacation where like there's only one of that type of food, one place that sells that type of food? You know what I mean? Like you can go to all these other, all these, all these other restaurants that serve the same food, probably at the same quality as well. So why that specific restaurant? You don't know that. It's. I think this applies to even like Toronto. You go to Toronto and you really, you're in the mood for this one restaurant and they're full. It's like, I don't know, like three hour wait to eat there. Yeah, sure. There's plenty of other restaurants around. Not necessarily exactly that, what you wanted to eat. But it's easy And to it's be- Toronto. I'm talking about like you paid money to fly there and you're there and you're going to be disappointed. You're not going to die. Yeah, but it, it, you can also just get to your destination and then like as soon as you get there like do your research of what's around although you're probably going to know what's around because you've you've chosen to go this 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 place but let's no, say according to you it's just what's on sale yeah sure so you don't know what there is to do there i'm saying if you wait till you get there to do your research then why you just wasted five hours after getting no, there not researching not necessarily research i'm just saying let's say there's a spe- let's say there's a specific restaurant you want to you know go and eat at or like a a store you want to you want to see Right, like the the Smarty store at uh, or the M M&M and M store, Smarty or M M&M and M store, I don't remember. In New York, right? M M&M. and M. M and M store. Like, there's you, all you need to know is the opening and closing, and then you can just go. Like, you don't need to you don't need to plan that, right? Like, there's nothing there's nothing that's tying you to going or to or making you plan your trip around the M M&M and M store. You can just go. No, but it would suck if let's say I had planned to go to a Disney store and we walk all the way there, we go to a Disney store, we love it, great. We go to the hotel and then let's say the next morning you're just browsing on your phone, you're like, "Hey babe, there's an M&M store here. We should check it out." And so we get we we go back out, we walk all the way there and we realize, "Wow, it's literally the neighbor of the Disney store." Then like it's it's a waste of time. Why? You hit two birds with one stone. No, you went different times. That's what I just said. Let's say I plan to go to the Disney store. Right. So the second we get there on, let's say, Friday evening, we go and we visit Disney store. And then we go home. We go to the hotel. Then This is a Disney store that's oh, like at a different location? You mean? In New York. That's where we are. That's yeah, what you yeah, said. But, but, yeah, I know. But I'm saying if you're going to the Disney store and you see the M&M store right next you to it, you didn't see it. Go. It's busy. You didn't see it. You How didn't see, you see it because it? you didn't plan for it. That's... Not necessarily a neighbor. Then what if, like, not necessarily right, like right next to it. I'm giving you the example of it's like then the next day you again take your map, walk all the way back to the M&M store and on your way there you see the Disney store. You're like, this is dumb. I was just here yesterday. But I'm saying you would have seen the M&M store when you're there at the Disney store because it's right next to each other. I said it's not exactly neighbors. It's just a little further away. Okay. Well, don't you understand? (laughs) This isn't hard. I feel like I'm I'm teaching you physics. No, but I feel like if you would have checked out the Disney store, knowing you, you would have seen the M&M store nearby. Me? Yes. I'm talking about you. No, but anybody. No, you definitely can't compare me to you. Me? Yeah. I know everything that's around Disney store. (laughs) I mean, things I don't care about. I know everything there's there. You, you're like, M&M? Okay. And if I'm like, what's around there? You'd be like, I don't know, an M&M store. Well, it doesn't matter if 
we went there twice, we get to see we get to see things twice, and maybe we can find something that's completely new. And we can try it out. Isn't that like a, isn't that something like awesome? Like kind of go with the flow, kind of you know surprise. Yeah, I agree. Walking around is fun. I think walking around is when you find like the hidden gems and such. Like, uh, what's cool to do to in a new place instead of, you know, obviously, like, you look into what there is to do. But if you can find, like, a walking tour when you get there, then the people will, like, take you on a walking tour of all the major places. But as you're walking around and you can see all these little places and tell yourself, like, oh, I'm going to come back once the tour is done because that looks cool. Or you can find, like, little restaurants where there's, like, a huge lineup outside the door. Oh, yeah. Probably means it's, like, a must-eat-at place. Those those places are like usually when you when you actually sit down and eat there, they're absolutely delicious. Like absolutely delicious, especially the little like if you can find a little steak shop. Oh my god, I'm a huge steak guy. So if you can find something like that, my god, you'll never you'll never you'll never eat steak anywhere else. Yeah, or a little like pizza parlor, or like you know like food trucks. There's always like food trucks. I was never a, like a believer of food trucks until I actually like ate one in New York, and they're really, really, really good. Surprisingly, they're really, really good. A lot of food trucks are good. People yeah. even have food trucks at their weddings. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Like what? What kind of kind of food would they serve at a wedding? At a food truck? Anything like pizza, um, tacos, like that's, that's poutine. Awesome. <laughs> we should get one. Instead of truck. having it like a late night station, they have like a late night food truck. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's that's really cool. That's really cool. Okay, well, since when you go on vacation, what do you prioritize seeing? Like what's like the one thing on the top of your list? Like no matter where you're going to go, this is what I want to do. Like the category. Like is it food? Is it is it sites? Is it architecture? Is it history? Is it like... Um, I would say it's a tie between sites and nature. By nature, I mean, like, obviously not everywhere you're going to go is always going to have, like, a hiking component. But if there's, like, walking around, you know, a famous park or walking around a famous, like, botanical garden or cemetery. A cemetery? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, some places have, like, really, like, cool, I don't know if it's called architecture or not, but, like, the way that. Like tombstones look and stuff in cemeteries. <laughs> Sydney's trying to kill me. <laughs> Just ease of access. So you see, right there. if you do not plan your trip, we will end up at a cemetery. Okay, but let me here. Let me throw a wrench in your plans. Okay, let's say you want to go on this beautiful hike that you found on this in this national park, right? Mm-hmm. But on the the next thing after the hike is something that's very time sensitive. What if we go on this hike and we actually really, really enjoy the hike and we decide, hey, let's, you know, let's walk around even more. Let's go on like the other trail that they have on this hike. Would you forego the next thing on your schedule? Yeah, probably. Like that's easy and like easy going enough. Like again, like the itinerary isn't down to the hour like must, must do. It's an overall guide. Think of it as like my own Michelin guide that I created when I was at home and had the time and I bring it with me and it's an overall guide to go off of. But if we find like, again, a hidden gem or we're having fun, then yeah, we're not like stuck to the plan. It's just the plan avoids us sitting around a hotel room lost of what to do. Like think of it as even in our, yeah, like even in our own hometowns, like 
we want to go out for dinner, but we don't know where to go. Or we want to do something on the weekend, but we're not sure what to do or where to go. We want to go to the beach. We don't know what beach there is to do. And so think about how much time we spend in our house in the morning, just looking up beaches, parking, how to get there, pet friendly or not. It's exactly it. We do it every day in our own lives. But if you're somewhere far away on vacation, to me, it's more of a vacation if you've already done the looking up before you get there. Because it's not fun to ever try and figure out where to park, try and figure out if they can have dogs, try and figure out where we can eat. It's not always the funnest thing ever. It can take time and all of a sudden, you know, you wasted an hour instead of just being out the door. It sucks. So if you go on a trip, the itinerary kind of like sugarcoats all that. It kind of saves all of that. You kind of have an idea already of the places to avoid, the places like must see, and the places in between if you have time here and there. So it's like a fail-proof way of seeing things. I think though with it, it's there's less of like a planning um a, a planning component when it comes to food specifically. Like cuz I mean nowadays with technology everything everyone's doing Uber Eats or like skip the dishes or whatever, right? Like if you don't get a reservation, you're still going to be able to enjoy the food with those those apps, right? It's just a matter of do you want the experience or not. And that's I think that's where you and I differ is that for me it's like I don't I just want to try the food and for you, it's more the experience of actually going there. And I feel like that that's where the laid back, go with the flow for me comes in and you with the planned well, I think, aspect. I think if you, it's just a trip like you and I and we don't have the dog with us, then of course, like going out to dinner is better than Uber Eats. Like we're just going to eat it in our hotel room. It's obviously nice to go out. I mean, yeah, this is yeah. obviously pre-COVID days, right? but like, it's nice to go out and be able to enjoy it. But if we're going on a trip and we were able to drive there or even fly there and we were able to bring the dog and find enough dog-friendly activities, then that will be more the kind of trip where, yeah, you're right, not as much emphasis will be put on food because we're most likely going to take out the food or look for patios and such. So yeah, the like different emphasis on different things to do, but Overall, when you plan your itinerary of things to do, you kind of gather ideas of things that, like, I know you'd like to do, things I know I'd like to do, things to do if it's raining, right. like, you know, all sorts of activities. And it, again, just, like, stops you from being in a new place and having to be like, oh, crap, like, what do we do today? Wait, wait, do you plan, do you plan an itinerary if it's, like, based on weather as well? Yeah, I'd like to have things to do if in case it's raining. I don't want to be caught. Essentially, instead of saying itinerary, think of it as like, I don't like to be caught off guard. So even if we're just going to Florida, renting a condo, staying by the beach, I know that we're in the States. I know there's restaurants over there that we don't get to eat all the time. And so I'm get, ahead of time, I'm going to look up if there's any of those restaurants or those stores nearby. And if there is, I'm going to start them on my map. So if there's one of those days where we want to relax and not necessarily go to the beach, and put our bathing suits on, then I know already, oh, let me take out my map on Google. I already have them starred. Let's drive over there. Versus having to be like, oh, we don't feel like going to the beach today. Okay, let's look to see if there's a target in the area. Okay, I think there's a target here. Let's see how far it is. Okay, it's about, right? Like that takes time and kind of takes the fun out of the whole thing. Whereas if you kind of already have it all written down and have it all planned out or mapped out even and some things for everyone, then if let's say one day, you wake up and you're like, babe, like let's rent a scooter. Then maybe I already have a star on my, uh, like a, yeah, a star on my map that I'm like, oh, they rent scooters here. So it's funner. It's like, it's more like 
flowy and spontaneous and it's not like hard work like it's like if i'm like oh we should go but wouldn't you just stick with your plan even if it's raining like i think it it, it would just depend if you're like on the beach if your plan is to be on the beach or your destination that you've chosen is more of like a beach oriented destination then sure i agree with with you with what you're saying but if it's more of like a let's go look at like you said like go on this hike or like look at the scenery and stuff like that wouldn't you just do it rain or shine it depends how much time I have there. If I'm only there for a weekend and my big, my longest day there is Saturday, then yeah, I'll probably do the hike rain or shine because I want to do it. And that's like the main reason I went there. Um, but if we're there for a week and it's raining, then no, I'm probably not going to do an activity that's outside. Like, you know, even like I'm not going to rent a jet ski on a day if it's raining if yeah. I have an other five days where I'm there. Fair enough. I, I, here, here's a question that I was actually wondering. If you're going on a road trip or like, I'm sorry, not a road trip, but let's say you're driving to your vacation destination. Mm-hmm. Do you take the time to like look look up things on the way there that you'd want to like see or stop and check out? Or do you just like, my destination is, let's say New York, nonstop, straight to New York. That's it. Yeah, mostly the only thing I'll really look up on the way there is usually places to eat. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> uh, that's usually the only thing I'll look for. Just because usually we don't have enough time off or all the time for the trip that we've planned for. It's all like the vacation time that we want to be there. So I don't want to add more time to just getting there. So that's why usually I don't really plan things to do on the way there. But I'll... Like, write down places to see, uh, sorry, to eat. I mean, on your map, you can have stars of places to see, but it's usually going to be off the highway. Yeah. It's not always, you know, on the highway. Yeah. So, there's that too. But it's fun to eat, like, locally and stuff. So, if you're passing by, like, fairly major cities or towns on the way to your destination, then it's fun to look up those specific villages and cities and towns and see what's local there and that's fun so it's like you're you're you have to stop regardless you have to eat regardless but at least you get to eat locally and you get to taste something that you otherwise wouldn't get probably at your big city destination yeah no definitely the culinary experience is like the 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 main for me the main driving factor of like these vacations like i love trying different foods from different places and like, even if it means me, like, not having to do one specific activity because, you know, I found this one restaurant and it's really, 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 really nice. That's something I want to try. I'll do it. Like, that's that takes priority over anything, which is weird to say. No, I think it's normal. I think a lot of people, like, the food is, like, one of the biggest parts of traveling, right? And, um, I mean, if you're going to go somewhere new, you're, you want to eat the food that's over there. You want to try things that you don't have access to here. That's that's a major part in traveling, right? But like the real authentic one. Like not like yeah. not like the, the big chains, like the Americanized ones. Like I want like the, the authentic experience. Yeah, I think that's like common for many people. Like that's a major part of traveling is eating locally. And even if it's even if let's say you were to rent a place and you're cooking for yourself just the produce you're getting and maybe the proteins you're getting are even sourced locally that makes a difference in the taste and in what you're eating yeah that's true no i agree with you on that so, one that's pretty cool so i mean you're 
having a set plan in place before you travel, I have to agree that it does make things easier. I just, the way that I see it is that I don't think you need to necessarily stick to it to a T. Yeah, I think here basically the biggest like argument I would say is for me, I always plan where I'm going. So for instance, for Disney, I admit it's definitely a strict itinerary. It's like definitely by the hour what we're doing. Um, whereas let's say we were to go to, I don't know, let's say Europe, then each day would be planned. But what you do in that day could fluctuate depending how much time we spend in a certain place. And you could add or remove things as you go, of course. At that point, it's more of a guide, as I mentioned, than mm -hmm. an itinerary. That's like where the itinerary part kind of plays a role. And if you're, let's say, um, touring Canada, touring the States, just North America in general, and you're trying to visit your own country, then in that case, you have an itinerary in the sense these are things that are in the general area, but you're not following it to a T. You just know that when you wake up on this day, well, this is something that you can do and then you can, you have a choice. You can either do this thing or this thing or this thing, but all three of those things, like all three of your options, you've researched them ahead of time. So you've looked them up, you know where the parking is, you know how much it costs, you know mm -hmm. the hours of operation, you know whether or not it's closed on a Monday. Or That's what I mean by research because I get the feeling that you're more go with the flow to the point where it's like, I'm going to get there. I have an idea of what there is to do there and what interests me, but that's that's the extent of your research. Yeah. If it's open or not, doesn't matter to you. But it also plays into your personality in the sense that if it ends up being closed, you're like, meh, that's fine. I'll do something else. Versus for me, if I put my mind to it that I would like to see it, then it's important for me that I see it. It's not just meh. It was closed. It's more like, how did I not know it was closed? Yeah, like for me, like if if I'm if I say, you know what, I'm gonna go tonight to, to this bar for, for for some food and, and a drink, and I finish up and I'm walking, you know, back to my hotel. Let's say it's close to my hotel, and I see a sign for like uh, stand up comedy at you know this other bar near there. Then in my head, I'm like, sure, let's go check it out. It might not be funny. It might not be fun. It, whatever, but like at least it's an experience because I'm just curious, right? Same thing. Same thing applies for uh, like any type of, literally any type of store that I would walk by that seems interesting on the inside. I'll just go in, check it out, check it out, take a look, see what there is, right? Like for me, it's really exactly what you said. It's like I have an idea. I'll go to those main like points, but those points are like negligible. Like I can, yeah. I, I can, I can do that later or I can do that tomorrow if I don't have time to do it today type of thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's just based on what you're hoping to achieve on your trip, right? Um, you know, when you went to California, your main event was, let's say this conference, mm -hmm. it didn't matter to you really where you were eating dinner at night, as long as you knew what time you need to be at the conference and how long you were going to be there, everything around it was bonus versus the flip side of that would be someone who is planning, okay, conference, I'm there, let's say from eight to four, what do I do afterwards? That is how I plan, let's say, my conference trips. But again, it's not always like that. It's not like my friends and I went to conferences and planned by the hour what we're doing. We couldn't. We were there for work um, mm -hmm. and, you know, we didn't know when we would have time. But before going, we had, you know, an idea of all these places we wanted to try to eat and all these places we wanted to try and see. So the second we had free time, all we had to do was take out our phones 
be like, where can we go? Like, where are we um, in relation to the things that are on our to-do list? And can we get there? And however many things we could check off, that was bonus. Versus I feel like for you, you're aware that these things exist, but you haven't done the work of checking out where they are, how to get there. So that all takes time. So if you're on a work trip and then you're out of your conference and you sit there with your phone and try and figure out how to get there if it's open or not you've that's most likely the difference between whether or not you make it before closing or not because that takes time whether or not like that's true you you sound like you don't want to admit that but that takes a lot of time in a different country in a different city figure out how to get somewhere and you know i guess i just got lucky like in the other times because i would always check it it would be open i would and i would be able to make it like it's like Things would just fall into place when I would when I would go. And I guess, like you said, it doesn't always happen that way. However, I do have to make a side note here. The, regardless of what the itinerary is, if we were to go somewhere that has a famous dam, Sandy <laughs> was going to throw away her entire schedule and we're going to that dam the first thing. I don't know why. I don't know if there's anyone else who is who's listening to this podcast that has the same like affection for <laughs> dams, but Sandy has this like obsession over him yeah like it's just fascinating you should uh, yeah if there's a dam you definitely need to check it out <laughs> i mean there's not dams everywhere you should definitely check it out if there's a dam i don't know like how, how do they build the like see it intrigues you it does we it should does. go to a dam and learn about it <laughs> i'm just curious as to like how they build it do you think they build it and then they just kind of like drop it with like a bunch of planes they're all like, like i don't, I don't know. know we should go to no one idea. and learn about it like i said Good to know. See, that's what I mean. When I make an itinerary, again, you see it as this huge like planning thing and this go yeah, go I feel go like it's thing. Stressful. Yeah, exactly. But for, I don't know why you interpret it that way because basically, an itinerary is a plan with everyone's interests in mind. But like, here, I know that, uh, like, like I'm aware of what interests you and what you like to do. And so when I'm looking at things to do in the area. If let's say I know I really want to go visit the universe, the local university, I'm going to look at what there is to do around there. And if I see something that like, wow, this kind of store sounds like something Brian would like to check out, then I'll mark it and we'll go there. So when you mean, when you say like, oh, there's no time to relax, that's not true because on my itinerary, as you say, there is time for like, say a store or a restaurant that's literally just for you. The thing so is, that's part of relaxing. That's us walking there yeah, and browsing and checking it out, and that's for you. This is the, the stressful part comes from the fact that if we that we have an it's not the it's not the itinerary itself. It's the fact that I know if we don't get everything done on that schedule, you're gonna be sad, and it bothers me that you that that's you're sad. That's not true. That's not you know that's not true. We've been we've but taken. I know, I know you're gonna get on the plane and be like, oh crap, like we didn't get to see this you know one salmon hatchery. Yeah. I don't know. No. <laughs> it depends if it's like something that we flew there for and we didn't get the opportunity for it, then yeah, it might be disappointing, but it probably means that we filled the time up with something else. But if it's a road trip we took, let's say, and obviously a road trip, I mean, we take a lot of road trips, but the majority of our road trips are like three day weekends, then every single time we come back, there's things left on the itinerary. It's normal. Of course, you're there for a weekend and we're there to relax. So that's why having an itinerary doesn't mean you don't get to relax. How many road trips have you been on that I have, you know, again, a Word document full of information of things to do, places for desserts, way more than we can possibly do in a weekend. And we end up just having a very relaxed Saturday, checking out a couple things, and we never really hit on 
hit more than like five things on the list, let's say. It's just because that way we have options. We have things to do. Again, we're not on our phones trying to figure out what are we going to do tonight. I have an idea. Hey, we have like a couple hours before sunsets. We're kind of tired. We just want to walk around. Let's go downtown, visit this monument, this church, this museum, and come back home. But if you're tired and you haven't looked into that ahead of time, it's going to be way too exhausting to look into it then. You're just going to call it a night. See, I just, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to be able to make you as happy as possible on these vacations. And if you have a schedule, it stresses me out because I'm like, maybe she's not going to be as happy as she would be if she hit all of those things. But it's again not a schedule. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's it's not by the hour. Think of it as I like know, I, know, I know. I took all these blogs from Pinterest, all these like major attractions from these travel websites or books and i just compiled it into one let's say document or note of things that i like things that you like things that work for us and then i start it on my map that way if we're somewhere we just have to get wi-fi let's navigate to this star here that's what i'm saying it's it's easy it's just it's already start on the map it's just let's go it takes to me it takes the stress out you're saying it puts the stress in mm-hmm. it takes the stress out and this is why we disagree so like oh, this is this is the point of the podcast i love it let us know guys let us know what you think let us know who you agree with or who you gravitate with more yeah who stresses you out yeah less does your partner stress you out with their schedule it's are you not a are schedule. you on, are, it's not a schedule there's suggestive suggestive huh? suggestive itinerary Oh, suggestions. He... Let's call it suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Um, check out check us out on Instagram at Wine and Soda Podcast. Um, Sandy will put up the poll uh, soon, as soon as this goes live. Um, and let us know. I'll put a little comment box if uh, you have ideas of other series um, that you'd like to do, or if we just we should just go back to our regular weekly episodes. Yeah, let us know. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week.